Continuing our learning in Siman Kuf Tzadihei, who can join uh, for a Zimun and who cannot. So we pointed out if you're at a wedding or another big meal and you want to leave early, and really, 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 you should be part of the Zimun. The expectation is you're part of the wedding. You're there for the wedding. You're not just randomly eating in the restaurant with other people. Then you need to be obligated in the Zimun of Asara. You have to have in mind before you start that I am not joining uh, this group. They quote in the name of Rebord Eliyahu that uh, you don't have to say it, you just have to think it, that it's sufficient, but when you start your meal, uh, you have to think that, whether it's part of a wedding, or um, or in a yeshiva, or in some other group, where uh, the expectation is you're all eating together. He points out here, as he does in the in the halachot of weddings, uh, the Yalkut Yosef suggests it's practically difficult to pull off, in order to do this, to enable more people to participate in the zimun of asara, the Sheva Brachot, to do the Birkat Amazon earlier during the wedding. Usually Birkat Amazon is the last thing you do and then you go home. It's at the end, six hours later. So people don't want to stick around. So he suggests doing Birkat Amazon earlier uh, before the dancing. The problem is then people go home. So it's a little bit of a challenge how to pull this off or let people know to make their own smaller zimunim. Okay. Uh, whenever groups are forming together, you have to make sure you hear the mizamen, you have to hear the person making the zimun. That's true, not if it's just my group and that group all the way down there, if we're all at the same table. doesn't make a difference. Everybody who's part of the zimun needs to hear the person uh, saying the zimun. You can't be so far away that you can't hear him. So again, so b'diavad, if you can't hear him, but you hear everybody say, you know he said, and everyone's like, oh, so you also say, so that also counts. So what about using a loudspeaker? Uh, so there are those who say you should, those who say you shouldn't. It becomes questionable, what does it mean when you're using a loudspeaker? Is that, do you really hear me? Or do you really hear an electronic version of me? Because it's not like I'm putting my hands like this at my mouth. Now you're just hearing the echo of my sound. When it's a loudspeaker, you're not hearing an echo. You're hearing my voice turned into an electronic form that's then transmitted into an amplifier and come out. You're not actually hearing me, you're hearing something else. He says, you are allowed to answer, but it should be avoided. Moving on to Kuftza Divav, if, you, if one of the members of the Zimun ate something that you're not allowed to eat, ate Devar Isur. So if you ate something you're not allowed, even if it's only Asur Durabanan, you can't participate in the Zimun. No, we don't make a bracha, but he ate something you're not allowed, can you eat, so you don't participate in the Zimun? even if he did it by uh, by accident. Now, there are all sorts of people who eat things that maybe some people think aren't allowed. Others think are allowed. It gets a little bit complicated. So what about someone who's sick, who's eating something that the doctor said, you got to eat this, whatever it is. It's rare nowadays. But you have to eat this. Uh, so now it's a machlok, because he is required to eat this food because of Pekoch Nefesh. I'm not allowed to eat this food because the Torah said don't eat it. So now... What do you do? He says you should avoid the whole thing, and even if he did, you should not make a zimun. It gets highly problematic. This is less common. What's more common, and we'll see, is I don't eat it, but you do. There are different opinions in halacha. Now what do we do if there are different opinions about who eats what, and what eats who, and how you figure that out? There's Rosh Hashem tomorrow.